Hey everyone, welcome to the Phoenix Surveillance Podcast. I'm your host, Kate Dubinko, and you are listening to episode two. This episode is going to be all about the history of surveillance. We're happy to be doing episode two. Hopefully you got a chance to go back and listen to episode one where we met the management team behind Phoenix Surveillance. But for this episode, it's just going to be me telling you guys about the history of surveillance cameras. So it's kind of interesting because in this day and age, we see surveillance cameras everywhere and we see them so much that they've kind of gotten to a point where we don't see them. So that's interesting and it hasn't always been like that. So sit back and relax because for the next few minutes, I'm going to tell you all about the history of surveillance cameras. I did some research on this and I'm using two sources primarily. I'll be using an article I found called From Edison to Internet, A History of Video Surveillance. And that was published on the website business2community.com. And then I also found a really cool looking infographic called The History of Video Surveillance. And this infographic was done by supercircuits.com. So it'll kind of be a combination of these two sources. So if we had a time machine and we went back to the 1800s, there would actually be a time before the internet, before TVs, before cameras. But in 1880, that's when the first movie cameras started to be developed. And so Thomas Edison and William Dixon, they were two inventors who worked together. So together they made the first public demonstration of a motion picture in 1893. Thus, the seeds were planted for video surveillance. So moving on into the 20th century. In 1939, miniature portable cameras began to appear. So this was just in time for them to be used for modern warfare, with World War II right around the corner. These cameras were portable, like they could be held in one hand. So it made covert surveillance possible for the first time in history because you could use a camera without it being very conspicuous. So then we jump to 1942, closed circuit television, or you may have seen the abbreviation CCTV, is first used in Germany. And German scientists developed this technology so that they could launch V2 rockets. And then later on, the U.S. used similar technology while testing atomic bombs. Okay, so then in 1949, there was a little book released called 1984 by George Orwell. And this book was a dystopian future where surveillance played a big part. You may have heard the term Big Brother is Watching. That's from this novel. And so George Orwell really helped to popularize the concept of video surveillance. In 1951, the videotape recorder, VTR, is invented. So this was used to record live images from television using a magnetic recording strip. And then five years after that, it became commercially available and would eventually be coupled with CCTV to record surveillance for later viewing. In 1960, temporary cameras were used to monitor Thai royalty in England and so this was done to protect the royal family. By 1965, public surveillance cameras became more common. 
And at this point, the police had also adopted the use of cameras in a number of public places. In 1969, the first home security system is born. Marie Van Britton Brown received a patent on her system, which consisted of four peepholes and a camera that could be moved to look through any one of them. And so this camera would broadcast its images to a monitor. So then in the 70s, CCTV made its splash in non-government market, and banks and retailers were among the first to use CCTV against theft. And this would continue on through the 1980s. Then in 1986, Kodak invented the world's first megapixel sensor capable of recording 1.4 million pixels. And of course, we've seen since then, it just, the growth is just phenomenal. We see more and more storage available and less and less space. In 1992, we started to see those nanny cams, you know, the little tiny cameras that you can fit in a teddy bear or any little small device like that. So as the camera technology began to allow for smaller high-resolution surveillance cameras. It helped parents to be able to use covert cameras to keep an eye on that nanny. So then in 1993, we had the first attack on the World Trade Center. This resulted in increased and constant monitoring of high-profile locations. In 1996, the first IP cameras released, and so this could send information across computer networks instead of just having to record it on a recording device. Then in 2001, the second attack on the World Trade Center happened. When this happened, it pushed the public even more towards personal safety-oriented surveillance. And so since then, we've seen facial recognition programs and other digital advances in technology become a higher priority. So of course, that brings us to now, 2017, we see the internet really is everywhere and it plays a big part in security and surveillance. You know, you can get systems installed where you just need to look on your phone and you can see your home, you can see your business. So that's how we got from no cameras to being able to hold a video feed in your hands, basically. So I hope you guys enjoyed that little history lesson. So thanks again for listening. And once again, we are Phoenix Surveillance. We offer these services such as surveillance cameras, access control, fire alarms, that kind of thing in the Phoenix metro area predominantly. So if you're in need of any of those things, please give us a call. You can reach us by phone at 602-248-8477. Or you can check out our website, phoenixsurveillance.com, where you can request a quote online. And be sure to stay tuned for our next episode because my boss is sending me to Las Vegas in a couple weeks to cover the International Security Conference. So it's going to be a lot of fun. I'll be doing some interviews with people I meet there and just kind of covering the event as I see it. So you definitely don't want to miss the next episode. So thanks again for listening to the Phoenix Surveillance Podcast. If you really like it, be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Google Play so you never miss an episode. And if you have any feedback, be sure to let us know. You can send us an email at phxsurveillance at gmail.com. If you'd like to reach out to us on Twitter, our handle is at securitytechphx. So we look forward to hearing from you and thanks again for listening. Until next time, stay safe out there, everyone.